I'm Chelsea. I'm Deidre. And we're giving you a million murders. Today, I'm doing mm-hmm. Haunted Places in, drumroll, Michigan. Yes, and Kelly. Hey, girl. Oh. <laughs> so, I'm going to go ahead and just jump on in. All right. Okay, so. I'm so excited. Haunted Places in Michigan's Upper Pe- Peninsula. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yes, sis. <laughs> Old City Orphanage in Marquette, 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 M-A-R-Q-U-E-T-T-E, Marquette. It could be Marquette, it could be Marquette, it could be Marquette. Marquette. I don't know. Well, formerly known as the Holy Cross Orphanage, Hmm. the Old City Orphanage stands against the Marquette. I'm just going to say the Marquette. If it's wrong, sorry. Yeah. Well, we say for sales, and it's written like Versailles, yeah. spelled like Versailles. So you never oh. know. You never know. It stands against the Marquette Hills as a menacing reminder of the city's past, built in 1915 and abandoned in the mid-60s. The Catholic Orphanage remains a location of lengthy narrative and legend. According to occupants of the orphanage, the nuns were known trigger warning. Uh-oh. Um to i don't know if it's like actual trigger but i mean they were known to physically and mentally abuse the children and were fierce in their punishments one account recalls a little girl playing outside during a blizzard and subsequently catching pneumonia she died several days later Mm. as a testament to her foolishness and a warning to other children the nuns put her body on display for all to view (gasps) Whoa. The crying of children is said to be heard if passing the building on a quiet night. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that terrible? Mm-mm-mm. I've always, like, when I was younger, like, I was I was never like nuns. Just because back in the day, like, in real life, a lot of oh, them were yeah. oof, there, terrible. Now, there was a lot of, like, corporal punishment yeah. in those types of schools. And a lot of kids were abused in all kinds of different oh, ways yeah yeah so Mm-mm. oh but that showing the body like how dare y'all that rude mm-hmm. so the next one is the paulding light paulding michigan is a small town in the upper pencil almost said pennsylvania <laughs> peninsula known for a mysterious light display that occurs along a stretch of highway 45 although numerous paranormal investigators and even the ripley's believe it or not team have examined the area no explanations for the phenomenon have ever been found locals say the small spherical lights of white red and green are the ghosts of a railroad worker who died while trying to switch the tracks or of a native american man dancing along the power lines Mm. and there's this sign they have up it says Paulding Light and it says this is the location from which the famous Paulding Light can be observed. Legend explains its presence as a railroad brakeman's ghost destined to remain forever at the site of his 
untimely death, he continually waves his signal lantern as a warning to all who come to visit. To observe the phenomenon park along the forest road facing north, the light will appear each evening in the distance along the power line right, right of way. Remember, other people will be visiting the location. Please do not litter. But that's the sign. That's what it says on the sign that it's oh, got. Oh, well, yeah. Mechaniac Island? Mm-hmm. Thought to be the most haunted place in Michigan. Hmm. Oh. I hope I'm saying that right. Mechaniac Island has tours devoted to its most ghost-ridden locals. From the Grand Hotel, built upon the first military post cemetery, to Fort uh, Mechaniac, explored by sci-fi channels Ghost Hunters, to Mission Point, haunted by the ghost of a young man who shot himself after a heartbreak. Oh. Mackinac Island (laughs) (laughs) is a paranormal investigator's dream destination. The occasionally bloody history and relative isolation of the island lend to its spooky atmosphere each fall. So that was like a little short tidbit. Hmm. Calame Theater. This theater originally opened as an opera house Love it. in 1900 before making a gradual transition to plays and films. It has two balconies that are fairly large and the, the theater as a whole holds about 700 people. Hmm. And the original ghost story begins with an actress named Madame Helena Mojeska. Mojeska? If mm-hmm. I didn't say that right, sorry. By this point, you you should get me. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, who performed at this venue during her life. Sometime in the 1950s, an actress was on stage and forgot her lines. As the rumor goes, she looked up into one of the balconies and discovered... Helena up there mouthing the lines to her. What? So currently, theater goers have said they feel eerie presence, mm-hmm. sudden gusts of cold air, and hear music that does not seem to come from a source. Music? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't like that. Okay, so I'm going to need Deidre to say this because I definitely do not know how to pronounce this. Okay, French. So... Sul Schwa. Okay. Sul Schwa Point Lighthouse. In 1895, the Sul Schwa. 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 It's all right. I was, I was making sure I said it right the first time. I was like, let me just. Then it was Sul, Sul Schwa. Was dubbed by French fur traders as the only choice for a stopping point on the route through Lake Michigan. Joseph Townsend was the lighthouse keeper for years, and his brother James, a wealthy captain, would often make the journey to visit him. During a particular dire visit, Captain Townsend fell ill and died in the lighthouse. His body was embalmed and held in the basement for weeks as the family waited for people paying their respects to make the journey to Gulliver. Yes. Mm. Reports of a lingering smell, footsteps, yeah, weeks. <laughs> Footsteps up and down the lighthouse steps and odd noises have kept visitors coming to the lighthouse for over a century now. So you just left him there like he's rotted? Didn't say nothing about nobody coming and getting him. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh lord. I'd haunt too if somebody did that to me. Yeah. Oh also Silschwa means only choice. Like that translates to only choice in oh, English. Okay. So yeah, like they're like 
we're calling it Only Choice. Yeah. And so that's how I got the name Shoswa. Well, it says to check out their museum from 10 to 6 p.m. 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Hmm. Seven days a week or head that way near Halloween for the Haunted Lighthouse Tour. Ooh. What? <sighs> we're going to have to go on like a haunted trip. Right, we're going to have to do something. Maybe but. we should go to some of these places that we've talked about. Definitely. There's just, some that I want to do. Yeah. But sure. some we're like. <laughs> yeah, some are definitely not. That's, that's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> the, Tra- the Traverse City State Hospital. Hmm. Constructed in 1885 and closed over 100 years later, the Traverse City State Hospital is perhaps the eeriest place in Grand Traverse County. Hmm. Originally an asylum for the mentally unstable during its active years, the hospital also housed those afflicted with tuberculosis mm-hmm. typhoid yep fever it may just say typhoid diphtheria though. huh diphtheria diphtheria oh dif- diphtheria diphtheria yeah. and polio although the gothic style buildings have undergone renovations since 2000 hmm. a visit to the grounds conjures up the om- ominous and oppressive feelings of its past Underground tunnels and caged balconies add to the spooky visual stimuli and located on the trails behind the buildings. There is said to be a portal to hell under the hippie tree. Mm-mm. Ain't going near that hippie tree. Mm-mm. As well as documented paranormal investigations, the state hospital has several books dedicated to its disturbing history. Hmm. Hmm. So this next one, Pierre Cheney. Located near Grayling, Pier Chaney was once a bustling 19th century sawmill village. Diseases like diphtheria, is that how we said that? Diphtheria. Diphtheria, yeah, like the peace silent, yeah. of course. <laughs> and cholera mm-hmm. ravaged the town and the population dwindled to double digits before the town was eventually abandoned Ooh. sometime after 1912 when the post office closed. Isn't that like the war? What? what was 1912? There was a... Yeah. Yeah, that's about World War One time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think, yeah. I think it was like 19... 1970-something. <laughs> 1914 to 1918. Ah, poo. But there was a war, but it was 1812. There was the war of 1812. Oh, 1812. So maybe that's what you were thinking about, because that's what I was thinking about when I said, yeah, there was one. I thought so, I, was, I thought I got There was a war coming. That's all that matters. Yeah, two years later. <laughs> so legend has it that nothing but a strange moss grows in the village and the cemetery. One of the very few remaining landmarks may even hold the bones of a witch. Ooh. Many of us hear her voices and witnesses orbs and perhaps... Most frighteningly of all, there are reports of sightseers finding handprints on cars from children who died in the... Dang it. What? All these big old words. <laughs> old Presque Isle Lighthouse. The lighthouse is perched on Lake Huron and was active for 31 years before a turn of events left it seemingly haunted. There are tales of screams coming from the tower, which are rumored to be- belong to a keeper's wife who had been locked up there. Mm. The real hauntings come from a different lighthouse keeper, George Paris, and his wife. In the 1990s, to run the lighthouse, manage the museum, and give tours. 
After Paris passed, the permanently disabled light from the White House continues to come on our desk and turn off at dawn every day. This lighthouse and its gr- its grounds are upon. Oh my gosh! <laughs> this lighthouse and its grounds are open to the public from midday through mid-October. Yes, yes. Bowers Harbor Inn, Traverse City. Ooh, another Traverse. Okay. Now known as the restaurant's mis- mission state. Oh my, Atlanta. Now known as the restaurant's mission table. This building is famously haunted by a ghost named Genevieve. <laughs> Genevieve. Genevieve. Genevieve's. Genevieve. Genevieve. Genevieve's husband was in owner. Oh, the in owner. It, well, it said this is how it's worded. Genevieve's husband was in owner. Oh. There ain't no comma or nothing. <laughs> J.W. Stickney, who had an elevator installed at the end for his overweight wife. Um. <laughs> okay. I figured out what it was. Genevieve's husband was in owner. Yeah. Comma. J.W. Do-do-do. Was how they were. Yeah. Just done ran right through that. Genevieve's husband was the inn owner. Is what it should have said. Like the harbor inn owner. But whatever. Stickney also hired a nurse to care for Genevieve, but ended up having an affair with with this particular caretaker. Mm -mm, mm -mm. When Stickney passed, you done got an elevator for your overweight wife, and you gonna gonna cheat on her with the caretaker. I don't understand. You act like you can. (laughs) You say you can. When Stickney passed, he left all his financial wealth to the nurse, leaving uh, uh-uh, <gasps> leaving only the end to Genevieve. Genevieve eventually hung herse- herself <laughs> in the elevator that he... This is a tragic Bruh. story. And continues to haunt the restaurant to this day. That's terrible. Bless her heart. Rest in peace, girl. Uh, the disrespect, the utter... Dis- the utter disrespect of... The doggone! First of all, you cheating on me. Then you gonna leave all the money? To Did the her? air kick on? Mm-hmm. Oh, to her, and then, but you gonna leave me the end yeah. so that I can take care of all that. Whew. The okay. disrespect. Okay. <laughs> Staff members and customers see her in one of the bath. Yeah, she's like, all right, I'm just, I'm just gonna hang myself in the elevator you made. I was like, oh my lord, that's so tragic. It's Bless so her. sad. Bless her. Staff members and customers see her in one of the bathrooms and often on the stairs. She also causes disturbances by slamming doors. She also causes disturbances by slamming doors, turning lights on or off, and making pans fall. It is also rumored that she doesn't take kindly to visiting nurses in the restaurants. So be aware. She's like, I see you. Mm-hmm. West Michigan's most haunted place. Michigan Bell Telephone Company in Grand Rapids. Hmm. Yeah, I'm like, hmm. like shrouded, shrouded in Bell? legend. Is that how you say it? Shrouded, yeah. The Michigan Bell Telephone Company stands on the grounds of what was once a lavish mansion in downtown Grand Rapids. Current employees often experience ghostly encounters due to the grisly history of this particular plot of land. Hmm. It is said the Randall couple purchased the Judd White House from its previous owners... And Hatton lived there for long before tragedy struck. Oh, Lord. 
Warren Randall, a railroad brakeman, lost his leg while on the job and had it replaced with a wooden prosthetic. This led to feelings of insecurity on Warren's part, and he Aww. soon accused his wife, Virginia, of having an affair. Their Aww. marriage was no longer happy, and arguments were often overheard from the street. Fighting mm. <laughs> <laughs> just loud. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> After noticing a pungent odor emanating from the mansion, workers in the building next door contracted officials to investigate. The two were found dead in the house. Warren had allegedly beaten Virginia to death with his wooden leg before slitting his own throat. <laughs> How you gonna... Well, I mean, if it gets the job done, I get... Gonna like this wooden leg? Well, this is the last thing you're gonna see. Why? The... I'm telling you something. Why do people do this to us? Back... Why do they do... <laughs> Nowadays, if somebody kills someone, it's like tragic and horrific and in the worst possible way. Back then, they just wooden leg. Beat people just take their legs. leg off and I mean, like we're not laughing obviously that she died, awful. but it's just the fact that he used his wooden leg. Like how and how did he even get her I'm just trying to figure how he was able to do all that like she could run away. He was Bugs Bunny in it. He was I feel like he was, or she was in bed, and he just done took took it off and just done beat her with Set, it. Just, could you imagine just sitting on the bed and just doot doot doot? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Oh my God! The ghosts of the couple argue to this day, as witnessed by employees of the company, with some saying that the Randalls are responsible for the eerie prank phone calls traced back to the building after hours. Ooh. Well, I hope she is. I hope they are arguing because she's like, yeah, no, you didn't kill me. You thought you'd seen the last of me, but here I am in the afterlife. She better haunt him. Mm-hmm. Get it, sister. Bless her. I cannot believe that. All right. This is going to be the last thing because, I mean, I've got a few more, but. Ada Witch at Findlay Cemetery. In the early 1800s, in Ada, Michigan, an adulterous woman was followed by her husband as she went to meet her lover. As the story goes, her husband watched uh, for proof for the cheating before he busted onto the scene to kill his wayward wife. (laughs) Good thing he got evidence first instead of just assuming. (laughs) Right, right. After she was dead, he turned on the lover and they fought until both had fallen. Today, the woman's ghost has has been spotted in Seedman Park where the murder supposedly occurred, Honey Creek Road, where her body was found, and Finley Cemetery, where she was buried. Hmm. As haunt historians have researched the story of the unfortunate woman, however, they have been unable to prove that any such murder occurred or that she is even buried at Finley. That's weird. Hmm. No police report exists to corroborate the triple homicide, nor is there evidence explaining why her ghost is referred to as a witch. Not crazy. They fought till they both fell. I was like, Whew, "Damn." Yeah, that's crazy. Damn. <laughs> um, well, hope you enjoyed. That was a little sip it, snip it, snippet, snippet. What is wrong with me? Listen, it's fine. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, thank you for tuning in. Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Ooh," and we hope I'm you come back. Like, ready to get on. Um, <laughs> If you have any comments, questions, concerns, you can email us at or stories at a million murders at gmail.com. Yes, and you can go to our Instagram at a million murders and look at all of the people, places, things from our stories. 
Um, and you can also go to our Facebook page, A Million Murders, and find updates, up and coming things that are going on, which isn't really anything we just record. Yeah. <laughs> like we're having like a meet and greet or something. Yeah. Um, meet and greet yeah. this weekend at Town Hall. Yeah. <laughs> 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. That's long. See you there. Um, So, yeah. Be square. (laughs) So, yeah, you know, just, um, you know, but just follow us. You know, Instagram. Show us some love. Yeah, the Instagram's a little like, like we got like David and Aunt Kelly and (laughs) and Sammy. Y'all are like. She likes it. Yes, and Angel. Y'all are. And Felicia. The the, the Felicia's, y'all, you know, but we just got like 40 something people. (laughs) Oh, sorry, y'all. He that's always my, scares that's me dog. when he does that. Okay, anyway, uh, um, he's getting he's getting tired of being in there. Oh, okay, but yeah, yeah. lock me up in here. <laughs> so, yeah, just go to those things, follow us, keep yourselves updated, look at the people, all the stuff, and that's all I have. Well, thanks for tuning in. All right. Oh, why well, am I saying all right? And I hope we hope that you come back for. A million, a million more. more. Bye 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 bye. bye.